You're listening to Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. The podcast that helps ambitious, creative women stop surviving so they thrive personally and professionally. Improve your self-belief, your confidence, and dare to be seen, heard, and valued just the way you are. Hello and welcome to this episode of Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. Hello, welcome to this impromptu live about time to spill the tea. And I would just like to say that um, when it comes to the title of this uh, episode or this live of time to spill the tea, I have actually absolutely no idea what that phrase even means. Um, What does it mean to spill the tea? I should probably have Googled that before I even set this up. But essentially, hi Matt, I think it it means that we're going to just split some truths here and if you're listening to the podcast live I'm actually streaming this to Instagram at the same time um so if you're listening if you hear me say hello to a couple of people it's because they're on Instagram live I thought I would do something a bit different today and um yeah just spill the tea a little bit on where things are at with Club Thrive um and also hi Matt (laughs) over in Perth amazing um give you a wave um because there has been oh my gosh what a year 2023 has feels like it's just been a very funny year for me personally and I know from a couple of people I've been working with this year that you know with clients and stuff that it's been just one of those times there's been a lot going on and you know we can't ignore the news we can't ignore all those bits and pieces and I wanted to really explore before the year came to an end and whether you're listening to or watching this video before the end of the year or perhaps you find it a few years down the line whenever you're watching it that um you know, right now we've got so much going on globally with the news, but also there's just a lot of things that people are transitioning with, with their own personal lives. And when we do, uh, when we're kind of trying to show up every day in life, we often put on a mask or we put on um, different characters or we become actors in our own right to try and keep going, to try and achieve our best, to try and do all the things we said we were going to do. And what I wanted to do in this episode or in this live today is to kind of unpack some of that, to give you some ideas to how you can actually finish the year feeling really strong, feeling really light, feeling really free, whatever it is you want to finish the year feeling. And it doesn't have to mean that you have to double down on work. It doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, give yourself a hard time and push, push, push. This is actually sometimes about really just um, saying, oh, actually, I just want to take a step back and chill out and rest until, you know, to get to the end of the year feeling really energised. And that's been something that I've been working with someone on uh, recently is you know they've got a lot going on and we're holding just holding space for the year to finish on a really good note energetically and sometimes we can get very focused on um, end goals or success being hi sister Philippa (laughs) um, end goals or success being very like materialistic driven or very um, you know we need proof of the success in inverted commas we need to say well I got this job or I got this amount of clients or I got this amount of money or I you know I've kind of achieved this and that can be super exhausting um, I would also just like to appreciate my postpartum hair here is nearly down to my chin I've almost I'm almost there still a bit tufty um, but you know when it comes to spilling the tea on this and I will look up that saying to understand what on earth it means if you know what it means pop it in the comments um, or give me a hard time on Instagram after for not knowing what on earth that meant Um, that, you know, sometimes we have these masks on and that we're pretending in a way without even realising it sometimes and it becomes exhausting because what happens is we're driven by 
our actions in a way that isn't actually conscious. We're kind of subconsciously being driven by our beliefs or by the things we think we should be doing or by the things we're told we should be doing. And it's not actually aligned with who you are as an individual. And that gets super tiring. And what I have come to realise over the last couple of months or weeks quite specifically, is that I've been doing that myself. And I think it is incredibly challenging when you are working for yourself um, and you're also trying to be on social media and you're trying to, whether it's get new clients or um, get new acting work or get new creative work or, uh, you know, look after a child at the same time or just kind of have a career change and all these other kind of aspects are coming into it. And we've got all these beliefs, whether it's our age, whether it's our parents, whether it's our... Um, experience whether it's our current life situation that then we kind of think oh well I can't do what I want to do because of this and what I have appreciated recently is that over the last actually probably over the last 18 months since Sienna was born social media has become my and I know this is ironic kind of talking into a phone and into a microphone uh, to share about this but social media kind of has become the only place one of the only places I have gone to make connections with people hi mum <laughs> and it's incredibly isolating um ironically because social media is all about connections and in some ways there is a lot of connection going on I'm connecting with people I'm meeting new people I'm working with people I love social media that's part of the problem I love it a lot but I wanted to share something that I came up for me in a coaching session with my own coach this week who I've not worked with actually for a couple of months and this last year has been a bit crazy so I kind of haven't I haven't been able to do it um, but we had a catch-up session and she asked me this incredible question which I'm going to share with you in case it resonates for any of you but she said to me what if you were in a relationship with your business who would you need to be to nurture it and what would the relationship need from you and I was like mind blown I kind of hadn't seen it I know we're in the you know when you run a business when you're you know self-employed even perhaps when you're working or as a parent we have these identities and we are in relationships with these, um, whether it's an identity, whether it's a practical thing like work, whether it is um, an actual relationship with someone else. Um, we kind of don't always clock that we're in relationships with these things. And so it was such an important question for me because I know that, you know, my work here at Club Thrive has uh, its own values uh, to me as Kate, but I also hadn't necessarily considered what the relationship needed to be able to uh, give it air, to be able to give it oxygen, to be able to help all the parts thrive. And this concept of parts I absolutely love because it's this whole idea that you as an individual have lots of different bits to you, lots of different bits to your character that help you to feel the best, that help you to show up in the world as the best version of yourself and when those parts are not working together or there is a conflict there is this sense that you can't you get stuck or you get overwhelmed because you've got all these voices internally that go on going on telling you to do certain things um hello that you don't have the ability to um really nurture all the parts because actually what's going on is that everyone's kind of just arguing with each other inside and this is where I invite you to get super comfortable with really starting to hear your voices inside you the kind of um when you go to do something and you've got a voice that says oh but what are you doing you shouldn't do that take a moment to really understand and appreciate where that voice is coming from whose is it is it a family member's is it yours is it something that you've read online is it something that you thought when you were 10 and it's kind of stayed with you just get really conscious and curious about all these things that are coming in for you. Um, and this is where this whole concept of kind of understanding the relationship that I have with work, um, as a parent, as a, you know, as a daughter, as a sister, whatever it is, um, where, where are all these parts and are they working together? 
And the reason I share all of this is that, like I was saying before I went off on a slight tangent, over the last year and a half, social media has become a massive outlet for me, um, not only with my work, but also with connections. I've made new friends, I've connected with businesses, it's been amazing. But what happens is, is that I spend a lot of my time like this. Because that was me just kind of pretending to be on my phone. Because I've also been doing most of my work online. Ever since the pandemic, all of my work was online. And that is so true for so many of us now. Like our work is all consuming in the sense that even if we stop work, it is also um, at home. You know, it's not always something that is separate now to our lives. And what I realised was that social media has become incredibly isolating for me and I I just I, I've kind of been realizing this over the last couple of weeks probably a couple of months to be honest because when we had um, our daughter I when when you're self-employed yes um, I, I kind of went straight into work and I didn't really have that pause I didn't go to any baby classes I didn't go to any um social things really with my child because I also had moved house like literally Sienna came a week early I'd handed in the keys to the old flat um, and my water broke in the car to our new home so the NCT group that I joined it was no longer that near um, we'd moved to an area where there are people that I know that you know have children but we all have our different routines of course and because I had lost a job before because of the pandemic before Sienna came I had that background panic of, oh my God, I need to get work. And so what happened was really, I didn't take the time to then go out there and get involved in other, whether it's social groups or whatever, with other mums and kids. And which is fine at the time, I, I would never change it. Um, yeah, sleep well, Matt. <laughs> Give Gemma a nice big hug from me. Um, I'll save that little screenshot. Um, sorry, that's my friend Matt in Australia, everyone, if you're listening on the podcast and live on Instagram. Um, but anyway, what I was saying is that we, you know, I in all of that time, I haven't really prioritised spending time with other parents with children. And I think actually what I've realised recently and reason I talk about these parts of us is that as a mum, I also haven't, I've been in a bit of denial about the fact I've become a mum. I haven't really allowed that part of me to exist. And this happens with so many mums that I work with where I, I come to work with them and they're like, I don't know who I am anymore. And this might resonate for you. And if it does resonate, you know, share it in the comments or drop me a message on Instagram after you listen to this podcast episode because it's so common and it, you're not alone in that. And it happens without us realising. And for me, my um, kind of desire to not become a stereotype, I didn't want to become a frazzled mum. I didn't want to become a mum that needed wine at five o'clock. I didn't want to become, you know, X, Y and Z and also we layer on judgment from our identities so for me as a coach as a fitness coach life coach whatever actor I was like well you know I should have all my stuff together and actually in doing that we then layer expectation and uh, perfectionism and inverted commas and kind of the right inverted commas way of doing things so we put on all this pressure without even realizing it and the reason I'm kind of sharing all of this spilling the tea I don't even know what that means but I'm gonna you know you know what I mean by sharing all of this I'm sharing to you because I really invite you to acknowledge anything like that that might be going on for you in this session with my coach when she um on this week when we were talking about all of this and the relationship you know what I would need from the relationship in being in this relationship with my business to nurture it to nurture myself what did I need to what did the relationship in the, with, the, with, with the business need for me I was like well I need to trust the business more I need to actually just put it down and walk away to give it space to breathe I'm not someone that succeeds if I've got someone breathing down my neck all the time how's my business meant to do that if I'm also trying to micromanage everything 
And I think when we're individuals that like control, we're high achieving, you perhaps, um, I say we because I, I recognise all these traits in myself, you're kind of potentially a bit of a perfectionist, you really like to do, do a good job, you value your worth, you really value yourself and your and your skills, and, and you care and you're high achieving and you kind of potentially, possibly slightly hyper-independent hyper and don't want any help. And it's not that you're not able to receive help, it's just that you're not always able to uh, understand where to get it from. And I think that way, the reason that I really am sharing this is that it's, um, sorry, low battery, I'll keep an eye on that, um, is that I'm sharing because I know that there are some of you out there that possibly might be experiencing some of this too. And she was saying to me what has been uncomfortable in this, or asking me what's been uncomfortable in this journey in parenthood and work. And I was saying, I have found it really uncomfortable in those moments where I've been frustrated to be a parent, when I, where I have found it really frustrating to have a child to look after whilst I've also trying to build this business. Oh, such an icky feeling. It's so ick. And it's something that has come up for me a lot. Um, but I've also been able to reframe it and to say, you know, I um, obviously love my daughter, but this non-acknowledgement of this mum part of me means that that frustration and causes that conflict with the business and the, the idea of work and the idea of needing to provide and wanting to provide and wanting to have a career that I also love because I feel very lucky to do the work I do. And she, she kind of helped me to unpack that. And she said, okay, so what's coming out of that discomfort for you? And I was like, the real discomfort is that I am really isolated because I spent all of my time on my phone trying to work, trying to build a business, trying to get myself out there. The irony that of trying to use social media to get your, yourself out there and actually all it's doing is stripping down those person-to-person, -person, like, in-the-room conversations possibly as a continuous reaction after the pandemic because obviously in the pandemic everything went online all connection was online and then if you then have a child that comes into the mix um and you've been living like that and you're used to that and you run things online as well it's really easy to say oh okay i'm just going to keep doing this because also i'm told by whether it's marketing people or people that are doing really well online or whatever like you've got to keep growing your audience you've got to keep pushing it out there and actually what I realized, the discomfort, was that I had this image and she said, zoom out and what do you see? And I say, I saw myself sitting in a box room on my phone, sitting like hunched up, totally alone. I was like, I don't wanna be like that. And there's this concept that in order to make change, we have to make change obviously, but there is also this idea that we will only make a change when we are so uncomfortable in our current situation that change is then the better option. We've kind of been able to, um, yeah, Yaz, I totally agree. So Yasmin's just said, in a world where we are so connected through these various platforms, it's actually making us more disconnected. I've just got goosebumps. Like, I have felt so unplugged from human life, but I'm also so plugged in. Like, it's, it's such a strange dichotomy. Um, and I think that, you know, in acknowledging this, in acknowledging and saying, taking the mask off and saying, I'm actually really isolated, I'm actually quite lonely, and I'm giving myself a hard time for feeling like that, exactly, disconnected from us too. I've, I'm giving myself a hard time like for that because I'm a life coach, I'm a fitness coach, I'm a health coach, I'm an actor, I'm like someone that loves being in the room with other people, I should know better. And I was saying this to a friend the other day, and she was like, well, obviously, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you love being, working with people. I was like, yeah. And for me, obviously the intentions that we have when we develop, whether it is an online business, for example, the intention for me when I set up my online fitness stuff last year was that 
I wanted to be able to build a business that I could also be a mum doing so that I could have less contact time, scale it and um, and and basically try to balance that. What I discovered in doing that was that just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that it's right for me. And that, that I kind of understood that about a year ago. And I still, I obviously still loved working with the people that I was working with. It's not like I don't love that work, but there is that discomfort. I'm really inviting you to explore it to zoom out like the coach that I this the session I had this week which is what we do in coaching anyways to zoom out and look at your life from different perspectives and just see what comes up for you like that image that I had it was such a visceral image of me just sitting in a box room like a drawing like a sketch um on my phone alone and it was like a really sad image that it felt really sad and this is the other thing is to really identify and call out all those things that come up for you the feelings um, whatever they are, no matter how unfavorable they are, because like I was saying, I think I just got a bit distracted. But when we hit those walls where we're like, oh, my life can actually not continue like this. I cannot do another year like this. This is when we make the change because change takes effort. Change can be uncomfortable, but it's not bad <laughs> because at the end of it, you're going to have a better scenario than where you are right now. And so I just, I wanted to come on here to share that because the other pressure that I think we, that I've definitely experienced is that in order to grow a business, you want people to trust you. In order for you to work with me, I want you to trust me. But by projecting out perhaps a life that is not, it's not like I'm not sharing an authentic life, but in trying to balance as well how much I share, that's not doing the, that's not being um, authentic for the business that's not saying actually this is where the business is at right now it's kind of stifling the business it's stifling the work it's stifling me it's stifling creativity and trying to pretend that things are okay if they're not and so it's super important if things are not okay to say things are actually not okay I feel really lonely I feel really isolated the business isn't really where I want it to be why is that mm, I want to work maybe more in per- with people in person Okay, let's make that happen. I want to spend more time with other parents, with children. Okay, let's make that happen. And so by calling out these things, you can then unpack it to make choices that help you to actually facilitate um, the change. So yeah, so the pain of change, right? So the saying, um, it's a Tony Robbins saying, and it is, um, change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. So there have been numbers of moments in my life where I've had this. I had it after my eating disorder. I've had it after my divorce. Um, I've had it in various smaller parts, like now, where basically how you're living life is so uncomfortable, so painful. You've hit that absolute wall that you don't want to live like this anymore. And you're like, I have got to change. Because before that, it was kind of okay. So the effort to make the change... It's like, oh, I think I'll just keep going just in case. I'll just kind of see how it goes. Like, I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be fine. But then you get to that point where like, this is no longer fine. Um, You know, for me, when I had my eating disorder, it came to the point where I was like, oh my God, what have I done to my body? I don't want to be like this anymore. I've got to make the change. And the change is like, for me in that time was hard. Likewise, when I was, you know, really struggling years after my divorce with social life and everything like that. I was like, I don't want to feel like this every time I go to social situations. What can I do to change it? And and then it takes action. You take action. You have clarity on where you want to take that action, clarity on what you want to change. And it says, right, well, I don't want to stay like this. Might be a bit scary making a change, but that change has got to be better than where I am right now because I can't live like this anymore. And it doesn't have to be that deep. It can be literally like me thinking of myself in this room on my phone by myself, thinking, 
this is lame. I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to go out there, have some fun. I want to bring this company, this work to life, making those connections again with actual people, like making some new friends if need be. I think it can be hard in our late 30s, 40s, however old you are, doesn't really matter, to say, ah, I don't think I hang out with many people. <laughs> because we feel like we should have these friendship groups because online we see lots of people having fun all the time. And it doesn't mean that you don't have these friends. Like I've got loads of like friends dusted around, but I don't, you know, I don't see them often because we all have different schedules as well. We have different travel issues. We have different, you know, all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, so, and I actually, going back to that quote, I think Tony Robbins um, actually took it from uh, a different book. But yeah, the, the, the change only happens when the pain of change is greater than, change only happens when the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same. And kind of when you unpack it, sometimes, I've done a whole podcast episode on it, um, and but it is that it's that breakthrough moment and that's why one of my one-to-one programs is called breakthrough because sometimes you just need that facilitation of someone else to help you to understand where you want to go next because it's just like you're hitting that wall the whole time you're like oh god I gotta get through this I just can't keep living like this and then something good happens you're like oh it's okay actually and you kind of just continue and so it's about really taking stock and saying, okay, well, where am I right now, actually? Zoom out of your life and look down on yourself. Um, you know, see what's there. It will come up. I got quite a quick image of me um, on that phone. You know, I've known it. I've known that it's not been working for me how I've been working. That part of me as a mum has not had space to exist. That mask of, like, I'm just doing fine. I'm kind of cracking on. And I am fine. Like, we are fine. A lot of the time, we kind of are just very good actors at keeping on going because we're good at it and I think women are especially potentially especially mums you're just good at cracking on but unless we recognize and take the time to explore this stuff we don't then move beyond it and we say stay stuck and it's really about the reason I kind of wanted to come on here and share all of that is that it's really about saying I don't want to live like this anymore what do I want to do to lift some of that pressure to be able to feel light and free and fresh again? And we have a chance now, um, you know, you might be listening to this podcast um, if you're listening to the podcast a bit further down the line. You have a chance in any time in life, at, you know, whether it's in a month's time or whatever. When if you're watching this kind of around the time of filming it or recording it, which is November time, you know, coming into December, we have a choice here to finish the year feeling in a way we want to feel. And so I really wanted to invite you to make the most of the next couple of weeks to decide how you wanted to end the year feeling so that you can not add extra stuff to your plate, but you can zoom out and say to yourself, where can I alleviate that pressure? What relationship do I need to have with myself and with my life? Where do I need to nurture it to give it back that air? Where am I stifling it? Where am I pushing too hard? Where can I just allow it to breathe? Where can I trust myself a bit more? Where can I really, you know, um, calm down the inner critic by showing it what I've done? And this is where reflection really comes in handy, like looking back over the year, really understanding that sometimes we are trying to do things that aren't right for us anymore, like me trying to do the online fitness stuff. You know, that's partly why I rebranded, because I just knew it wasn't, it was fine, it was great, but it wasn't really great. It wasn't really fulfilling me. And it can be hard to admit that sometimes, especially when these parts of us have become a big part of our identity and we judge ourselves because we're like, but I should be doing it like this. And I think especially as a parent, that whole concept that I hadn't been allowing that place, that part of me as a mum to exist, it's been like squashed into the small slice of a pie. 
So it can be useful as well to make a pie, like draw a pie, a circle and or a pizza, whatever you want to call it. I've said this like to clients before, slice it up and decide how big you want the sections of time that you're giving out in your life, whether it's health, nutrition, fitness, um, work, play, fun. What are your, what, what do you love doing? Being outside, listening to music, going to the theatre. What's going to help you to really re-energise and charge your batteries up so that you don't start 2024 limping into it you're like oh my god I'm really ready to go but without that pressure of it suddenly having to have expectation on it being a certain thing often we uh, put a lot of I think especially if you're a high achiever you put a lot of pressure on the success and the outcome and the need to um, make it look a certain way and that can um, kind of you know it can kind of give us this feeling of I'll be happy when I have it all and it's like, you will never have it all. We will never have it all. We're never going to be happy because we're the kind of people that are always striving. We're the kind of people that are always moving our own goalposts. And it's about saying, okay, well, that's going to burn me out continuously over the my whole life. And I'm not going to enjoy my life because I'm going to be constantly rushing on to the next thing. So it can be super helpful to just say, I am going to take the mask off today. I am going to sit and I'm going to really explore how I'm feeling and I'm going to write it out. I'm going to name those feelings and I'm going to decide what behaviors, what choices, what actions I want to take to move further towards how I do want to feel. And if you don't know how you want to feel, that's okay. Just explore a time where you felt really good in your life and pick out those feelings. Cause that's often a time where you feel really aligned, where you've done something that you've loved, whether it's going to a gig, um, going for a run, eating a nice meal those experiences and those memories will help you to remember what you love to do especially if you feel entirely lost so this week I have um you know this this relationship I have with social media I know needs to change like I had a screen alert last week that was like you spent 11 hours on a screen I'm like that's terrible and sure I had a launch I was doing master classes so I was you know I did have a couple of long days on a computer but really these actions can also be potentially self-sabotage um, where maybe it was stopping me from actually getting myself out there to meet new people to work with or getting myself out there to really, um, you know, work in a way that I actually do want to work. It's kind of keeping me stuck in this place. And so I really, I share this, not to say this is like how everyone's life is, but just to say this is an example. I've seen it many times with people I've worked with where, we just keep pushing aside our own needs and then we get lost. And and especially as parents, I think I've learned this now. I think it's taken me 18 months to kind of, I've had moments where I've accepted I'm a mum and I've really relished it and I've really gone into it. And there's other times where I've just been so frustrated by it. And that's when the parts inside of you are battling. And this is why I love the work of mindset stuff and really getting to know your inner voices. Those those things that say, oh, are you sure you should do that? Because you're like X amount of years old and like, oh, you're a bit too old. Or, you know, or you're, you've done, you should be doing this because this is what everyone else in your field does. Or you should look like this when you're doing it because X, Y, and Z. And so this, this year, I really invite you to take off your mask Take off all the things that you're pretending to be. I just feel how that like immediately, I'm like, oh, I can just chill out in my chair doing that now. And just sit with it and explore, you know, the relationship you have with your work. And I really loved this, this question that Susie gave me, you know, what if you were in a relationship with your business, what would you need to be to nurture it? Or who would you need to be to nurture it, sorry? And what would the relationship need from you? 
and you know when I explored this I was like well I think the relate the business needs me to take that step away I think it needs that time to breathe and I need to be able to also feel confident in myself and in the future of all of this stuff and so you know, the reason I share all of this is that it, we're coming into a time of the year where it's really, really useful to kind of um, just be clear on how you want to end the year. And, you know, I think this whole point of like getting to a wall where you're like, I, I'm just hitting the same wall all the time. It's a breakthrough moment. It's a chance for you to really change, whether it's a big thing like a recovery like I had from my eating disorder, my divorce, um, or the smaller, or even like, you know, if you've had challenges, if you had a miscarriage, or if you've had, um, you know, injury, like all of these things create new kind of opportunities for breakthroughs, whether it is just a dissatisfaction with work, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay in the discomfort. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to acknowledge what you really want from your life get uncomfortable and acknowledge it and explore it because if you don't do that you're going to stay uncomfortable where you are and it's like where is the worst discomfort I would always say that staying uncomfortable in a life you're not happy in is like the worst discomfort and there is no right time if don't wait till the new year really start to explore this now because if you do that thing where you start in January and you're like I'm just gonna wait till January there'll be something else there'll be something else that you have to deal with and this is all about really embracing life whatever is kind of in your world but also owning it and being accountable and saying okay well I can make the change and it doesn't have to be massive it can just be taking the mask off spilling your own tea and kind of getting really honest about where you're at in your life um you know if you're in a relationship with yourself as a mum for example what does the part of you as a mum need what does the part of of your kind of um what does your role as a mum need from you and what what kind of space do you need to give that you know whatever it is um and this is why so um this is why <laughs> i'm going back to one to one in person in the new year and i'm sharing all of this like this is another thing where i don't know who's going to watch this live i don't know who's going to listen to this podcast but this is a step for me that i need to take to kind of own it to be able to say, right, this is uncomfortable. It's quite uncomfortable for me to share this. It feels a bit like dangerous um, in a way because we're meant to always show that we're really happy. And, you know, I'm not unhappy. I am happy. I'm fine. But in order to move forward, sometimes we need to just take a step without any specific outcome to be able to move into that new direction. So, you know, I have no ulterior motive here other than to help me to feel more connected with people, to help me to be accountable, to help me really face up to my own needs um, in that isolation that I've been experiencing. I'm feeling really lonely, but also fine. I mean, it's such a weird combination. It's not, I'm fine with, I love my own time. I love hanging out with a partner. I love, you know, that. But our lifestyle setup is also different. And so you have to also acknowledge your lifestyle setup and um, and really appreciate it and say, oh, this is this is kind of tough, hard, but how, so how can I make it joyful and light and enjoyable? How do I make it so that I'm really proud of my life, really happy in my life, regardless and alongside the challenges, which will happen because life is not without them. Um, so I did want to share that because I, you know, it's kind of, I know that I have tried a lot of things online over the last couple of years with the pandemic. I know that for various reasons, I've held myself back from really building that massive online presence. Um, but at the same time, I love online connections. I love social media, but I have spent so much time on it that it stopped me from making actual real in-person connections. So this morning I prioritized going to like a mum's group 
putting myself out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do more of that, more stuff with Sienna, um, you know, more stuff in that kind of mum mode to feed that part of me, to fuel that part of me. And uh, it's why I will... I've put together a masterclass this week on confidence and self-belief. I'm going to give it out for free because I also know that for me, I I really want to work with more people. And in order to do that, sometimes you kind of have to just put your work out there because if you've not worked with me before and you have no idea how I work, then why would you why would you invest in me? So I want you to believe in me too, so that when you do come and work with me, you feel like you want to do it. There's nothing worse than being kind of not really sure where to go and feeling as though you know, for me too, I want you to want to work with me. Um, and this whole exchange of kind of also as coaches for us to be able to be confident in what we're doing, to be able to say, this is what I do, come work with me if you want, but if not, that's okay too. Trusting that there will be work is a big part of it. So we don't have that undercurrent of stress all the time. Um, so yeah, I'm doing one-to-one, um, whoops, battery, uh, one-to-one coaching in the new year. And, um, and I will still do online. I still love online. It's still so practical, but I will be doing more one-to-one stuff in the new year, which is super exciting. So if you are a creative, a mum, a coach, um, it'll be in Soho, um, an actor. Um, did I say that already? Possibly. Uh, basically about, you know, anyone that really wants to come and up-level their life, but not from a way of hyper-competitiveness, from a way of finding joy and um, ambition and success within that, but also harnessing your well-being, your holistic health, those parts of you really, really looking after every aspect of you to help you shine, to help you really go out there and, you know, really have a great life and without it being cheesy, you know, to feel fulfilled, but with fulfillment beyond just work. Because I know what we're like, <laughs> our work becomes our purpose and our identity and that's also not healthy uh, because that's really lonely and really isolating because we're always having to put on a mask. So I invite you to take the mask off. If you would like the masterclass, um, I'll put it in the comments, but please just um, just say I want the masterclass in the comments or put, you know, yes or a hand or message me um, and at some point I'll put it in the link in my bio and I'll send you the link. It's a masterclass on confidence and uh, self-belief. So it really helps you to manage all those inner parts. There is, um, it's a 45 minute one it's for free. Just do it. Please do it though. It's so good. It's so good. Do it and just take the mask off and spend that time um, really kind of deciding how you want to live. Um, without it being forced, without it needing to be massive materialistic gains, without it needing to be massive success markers, basically how you want to live as an individual, as you, who are you? Sometimes we just completely lose ourselves. And, you know, these breakthrough moments come when we give ourselves the time to explore it, to say, actually, I'm going to keep going here. I'm going to work through it. You know, whether that is with your body or your health or whether it is with your work and your life whether it's a bit of everything, I think all of these parts come in together. We're all kind of very linked in that respect. So anyway, this was my opportunity to get really honest about the isolation that I've been feeling. Slightly uncomfortable for me to do this. Could have gone either way. Um, you know, I think that we, especially as coaches, feel like we put ourselves on a pedestal sometimes, that we have to be perfect and that's just not true. Likewise, you know, if you work in fitness and health and you give yourself a hard time for certain things, let it go as an actor you're putting all that pressure on your body on your appearance as a performer all that pressure on how you look 
where you can just acknowledge what you're feeling and then say, okay, actually, in order for me to really be aligned to get the work that is meant for me, that I am meant for, I need to be my very, very, very best version of myself. And a lot of the time, that means letting go of some of that restriction. That means letting go of some of that control. It means letting go of trying to um, manage how people see us. People are going to have opinions about us. And the trick is, is to just kind of not pretend that they don't have that, but just to not be bothered by it, to not be so impacted by what we think other people think of us. Hello! <laughs> um, sorry if you just listened and I just blew out your eardrums. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to share this. It was my important next step for Club Thrive to um, just be super honest and but to also say, you know, you need you can explore this on your own terms, on your own territory, um, in your own way. It's not about me saying, okay, so this is what happened in my life, so you need to do the same. It's about saying, I'm sharing this for you in case it opens up some doors that will help you move forwards, which will help you to break through your own blocks, your own frustrations. Um, don't be shy on naming all those darker emotions and you can harness them and use them for good you can harness them and use them to make the change you want to change so the pain of change such a good quote um, change happens when the pain of change outweighs the pain of staying the same basically yeah change happens when the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same so when you hit that point where you're like I can't live like this anymore it's time to change it's time to make the change. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to be super honest um, about what you're experiencing like I was and like I've shared with you, I felt quite isolated um, from just trying to build a business, from trying to do what I thought I had to do with building an online presence, wanting to help as many people as possible. This is the other thing. All of us, when we're striving like this, we have parts of us that are doing it for the good. So the whole concept with the with like parts work and also whether it's NLP or life coaching is that every part of you has a good intention. Even if the behaviors and the actions that come out of it are not so great, you know, everything has a good intention. So for example, if we lose our temper with our children, the good, the intention is either that we're trying to keep them safe or we're trying to teach them something or we just want them to be the best version that they can be of themselves. But if that behavior isn't helping and facilitating that outcome that we desire, it's about saying, okay, well, what would be a better approach? Maybe I need more patience. Okay, patience is going to help my child to, um, you know, develop in the way that they need to develop. Or it's like, um, I need to be more aware because something I'm angry at them because they've hurt themselves, but actually that was my fault. And so all of these things, when you start to unpack that, you develop this incredible emotional agility as well. We're all work in progress. It's never that you, you hit an end point. Um, and it's always something to be conscious of as well is to really appreciate when you've hit those milestones and to reflect. So take off the mask, spill your own tea and um, really kind of decide, you know, reflect on the year and decide how you want to finish the year. Decide where you want to finish without it being like you've added 10 more goals to your pile. Make it about how you want to feel at the end of the year. How do you want to feel on January the 1st? Or, you know, if you're listening to the podcast at a random time in one month's time, how do you want to wake up in four weeks time? You know, excited, calm, patient, refreshed, light, relieved, whatever it is, excited. Um, yeah, just explore it. And if you have any questions, let me know. If you'd like that free masterclass, just say, yes, I want the masterclass in the comments and I'll send you the link. And um, self-belief and confidence all the way trusting ourselves making those connections getting back to connecting with ourselves getting back to connecting in person um 
that for me is the big drive forwards now and just know that you're never a real failure you're never really on you know when you feel like you're on the floor actually it's a great time it means that good times are ahead because you're not going to stay there you're not that type of person and if you are someone that's struggling to really pick yourself up off the floor then get to the gp get to see um, a therapist or even a coach or something to really help you there's no harm in that whatsoever okay this is probably the world's longest live (laughs) i don't even know if it's gonna upload i hope it does but if not there's the podcast but i wanted to share that let me know your thoughts and um yeah i'd be super interested to hear if any of you have experienced this with loneliness and kind of isolation um whether it's working online as a mum um as an actor as a creative as someone who does a lot of work by themselves you know let me know what you think and here is my commitment the other reason i'm sharing this is my commitment to reducing my social media time as much as i do love it it's not helping me mentally or with my work so that's a step for me to be accountable for and i'm sharing it with you so thank you for holding me accountable (laughs) and here's two great times ahead okay chaps have a great rest of the day and let me know how you get on See you later.